0: There, guys. There, yep there. still there. Okay, cool. So this is the second part of the show uh, called Lame Talk. The part we just finished was Game Talk. Uh, so this, in this section, we talk about things uh, related to the game and also uh, not so related to the game. Uh, the first part, uh, although we talked about uh, Jensen leaving WB in the first part, we'll continue on with community discussions uh, in this segment. And to kick things off, uh, it looks like Ogre is getting back into the swing of things. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're starting up um, new articles, I guess, uh, new, con- new, new content on uh, on Reddit, as well as some videos. you want to share some thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I, I started doing the articles, and i sorry I fell off a little bit this week. Um, I'll try to get back into those again. <laughs> uh, basically, I'm just doing community discussions on each individual character. That way, everybody has access to everybody's thoughts whenever they want to. Take a look at a character if they're interested in somebody, mm-hmm. so that you know they don't have to have the million question march every time it comes around. Yeah, I on a character. Oh, I
0: definitely feel uh, the need for that sort of um, what's the word here? That one stop shop for everyone, so that uh, everyone will sort of we won't really need the floodgating if it's there. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I mean that's great. Um, I mean, just great to see you back. On- uh, having the articles there, so that's good. Um,
1: yeah, I kind of skipped this week. <laughs> Sorry,
0: <laughs> it's all good. You know, people are busy. I I find it harder and harder to think, write as many articles as I right. do from like every week. I, I I end up writing a lot of PSAs because I gloss over it really quickly Jeez. when I'm at work. So, yeah. Um, but uh getting into other content youtube content uh we personally the oddsmen have started the odd, the oddsmen youtube channel originally it was just a way to to uh host the the podcast mm-hmm. on youtube a sort of it's basically it's audio only and you're just staring at our album album cover for the whole time but we're also Fine. uploading now uh ogre's videos on there too so you want to share your thoughts on making videos
1: uh i well i try to keep them short because i do all this off my phone so the shorter the better for me because it takes about as long to upload as it does to record it. So, yeah. Now, probably he, longer. <laughs> now, a little, little bit longer, yeah. This, uh, a lot longer than any of us. So,
0: what, what are your thoughts on uh, YouTube cr- content creation?
2: Nice now that iOS, because I, I play on iOS and the iOS has a recorder finally, which has <laughs> dramatically changed how I did it. I used to use um, a program on my laptop and I would. Airplay them together, and it took forever. So now I can just record right off my iPad. The only downside to it is that it does seem to take longer to upload everything. But yeah, three times longer to upload than it does to record.
0: I'm guessing the file size is just really huge. Then,
2: are they're multiple gigs.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Well, uh, I was I was thinking about doing that Probably. too if I upgraded my iOS, but um, maybe I'll hold off. I use another program um, that would that would allow me to. Uh, record off ios it's called airshow but airshow Air show, uh it it's one problem is that it doesn't record the internal audio very well so i think it's the same sort of program that Ogre uses so the only way to actually hear what's going on in the game is that you'll you have to play it through the speaker so you'll be recording as through the mic and it'll be recording the audio through the speaker of the phone or the device so it's kind of weird
2: well if you use yeah, yeah. If you use the iOS recording and then you do the video editing in a program called Video Shop, it's just an app. Mm -hmm. It, but it is well worth every. I've tried every single one of them, and it's the only one that seems really good. Okay, like super fast.
0: Personally, I'm thinking about actually doing some videos too, something to supplement the financial stuff and the that I put out there. But something at the, it's more of a resource management type of uh, guide. Um, series that I want to put up on YouTube, YouTube. but it'll basically just be YouTube. me talking in front of uh, like the the shop window <laughs> that's shop. about <laughs> it but uh, I don't know I mean it's it's something to, to think about because a lot of people seem to be liking that type of stuff so um, I mean what, what were your goals really to make content on YouTube
1: why did you guys start anyway. I just started because I thought it would be fun okay
2: because I had I was using some of the weirder characters on Teams and people kept asking me to post a video of it.
0: Okay. And do you do you feel like it's something that you enjoy you now? Like it's something that you really want to 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 keep keep up with, or is it something that it's just sort of on the side for you?
2: Because I get a lot of comments on the YouTube videos now. I'm getting a lot of views, a thousand, two thousand a video now, and. Nice. um Cool. it's just, it's entertaining it gives me cool. it's a fun little diversion it's a reason it kind of keeps you even when you're starting to get a little bit annoyed with the grind or the game itself it kind of keeps you playing and gets you excited
0: yeah fair that's good uh, okay well I mean in terms of YouTube content right now it's pretty much all the same but the the one the one type of content that we don't really see much of is sort of just discussion or just uh, it, a lot of it's more of the, the same stuff it's all just PvP videos really oh. right so I mean, what can we do with YouTube content that would be more original? That's that's basically what I'm getting at.
2: Oh, I think your next guest, Superman, is, I know him by his username. He uh, he does more content-based than PvP-based on his right. videos.
0: Yeah, it's true, and I, yeah. I his content is quite original. Basically, when he, because he gets into it with his daughter, right? <laughs> so that's actually really cute. You cut out there. Oh, sorry. I was saying that it's really it's really original because. On uh, on on his side, he's he's getting he's... into it with his daughter, so it's a lot cuter, I guess.
2: And then yeah, uh, it's I was you need him. To take... Sorry, what was that? The, the they were saying in chat, fanatic jalapeno. He doesn't ever post on Reddit or the forums or anything, but he's got a huge following, and he
0: yeah,
2: I... um, talks about he he gears his I think a little more towards them, um, you like the. Like players that don't have maybe fantastic ros- rosters, so he he does live streaming and people ask him um you know, what what characters they should use, etc.
0: I mean, I think that uh, Fnatic Jalapeno was definitely somebody that was uh, on my mind in terms of like hosts or someone I would want to have on the show too. But the only problem was that I've never seen him on Reddit, so maybe he's not a redditor, but or well, maybe he's lurking. Who knows? But uh, the main the main or he is- has a different uh, username. Yeah, that's true. He could, he could, he could be someone we banned, for all we know. But, <laughs> but anyways, he
2: doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. Re, he doesn't interact with anybody unless you comment on his uh, YouTube videos for the yeah. most part.
0: I I've actually subscribed to him uh, on our on our YouTube channel with the Osmonds. So I mean, basically, I want to keep our community sort of close knit because we 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 were all here to sort of support each other, right? So I I kind of want to have a lot of different YouTube creators on the show at some point so that we can all sort of share uh, our medium, right? Anyways, um, yeah, I the getting back to the issue though, uh, is there something that we can do in terms of YouTube content that will sort of set us apart from each other? Because a lot of it's just basically like, let's see how we deal with the current meta using this PVP strategy or whatever it is, right? Is there something that we can do content-wise that could be more interesting and fun?
1: Yeah, I've been trying to come up with that one, and that was actually why uh, I was talking to you about starting up the the Oddsman actual DC Legends account. I kind of stopped playing that the last week or so, (laughs) but that's why I started it was because I wanted to show going through PVE again, you know, what it's like for newer players. That way we have something for them, you know, they don't have to just see high end PVP and be bored. It's like, when am I going to get there? I'm never going to get there. That's true.
0: I mean, I, I'm, I'm actually still work, working on that account little by little. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get back into it. I just, I've just i been busy this week. Yeah, me too. I mean, I haven't really been playing it every day, just like every other day or something like that. But the the idea is, if you guys uh, don't know what we're talking about, Ogre and I have started up an Oddsman account, uh, and it'll allow us to sort of share uh, <coughs> our experiences of going through a brand new account basically from the ground up um, well, we've already pretty much gotten into it already, but it will be completely free to. Yeah, we're like level what forty something. Right, but the, the one thing that'll be unique about it is because it's our second account, it'll be completely free to play, and it'll show people what you can and cannot do on, at certain levels and ways to get around that those hurdles. Because uh, my my certain uh, what's my goal is to prove that nothing is impossible in this game, even though you find like a certain hurdle. Uh, that you might not be able to overcome currently, there's a character in the game that'll help you do that. Or there's some way that you can get around that if you plan for it correctly. So what we're trying to do is make sure that we're using our resources correctly, make sure we're farming the right things, and getting to where we need to be at the right times. So, yeah. That's what we hopefully will be able to bring that to you in the near future.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: Uh, But yeah no promises on that but uh sometime soon <laughs> okay or
1: never we don't know <laughs> right uh
0: okay let's get into some semi-related topics that are not directly related to dcl let's get into some comics tv movie related stuff so, uh, so keeping with the dc uh extended universe uh let's get into tv so october and the last couple of weeks is has been the uh the restart of all the cw shows gotham well gotham is, is that cw or is that a different different channel
2: it's a different channel sure. it's okay. on fox or cbs one of those two okay
0: well there's gotham arrow there's flash fox. supergirl uh, legends of tomorrow they've all been uh restarted and they're all at least a couple of episodes in i believe <clears throat> so out of all those shows first of all which shows do you guys
1: watch i watch all of them so what do you how about you guys I'm current on Flash. I think I've watched all the way through season three at this point. Uh, I've only watched the first two seasons of Arrow. I think I've watched the first episode of Supergirl, and like one half of a random episode of League, Legend of Tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Haven't seen Gotham at all. Okay, how about you, Hate Mail? I've
2: watched, um, I've watched some Supergirl. I'm, I haven't started this season yet of Arrow, but I've watched all of Arrow. Watched all of Flash. I've seen the first episode of this season. I'm up to date. Uh, well, except for the last episode that just aired on Gotham, it was tomorrow. Really, um, I like the. I watched some of the first season.
0: Okay. Out of all those shows, what are your like actual thoughts on them so far, you guys?
1: I really like them. I like where they're going with them, mm-hmm. and I'm just a fan of the comics. So, season two of Arrow, when they fought Deathstroke, I loved it. I thought I was like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> I like. I like the guy that. And then I love. The, uh, I love seven, Flash. Plus, yeah. I love the the guy they cast as Slade. He was a great actor. Oh God, yeah, he was amazing.
2: Yeah. Um, I love Gotham. That's my favorite of the bunch. Um, Arrow got really rough for a while there, but oh, definitely. That season four got great again. Yeah, Flash. He's just too much of a crybaby for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the character, the character leaves a lot to be desired. The one thing I'd like about the Flash, though, is the writing. The writing is okay. Like I think the writing is a lot better than some <laughs> other series. Like it's been solid overall. Like the only thing is the character himself. It just comes off really whiny. Like the, uh, the, the yeah so. maybe maybe it's the actor. I'm not sure what it is, but I get it. I, get, I definitely get, yeah. it. I get, it. I get it.
1: But uh, it's the way that they write him. Yeah. The, the Barry Allen versus Wally West I mean It depends on which version of Flash you're going with And they went with Barry Allen Who is a little bit more mm-hmm. Reluctant mm-hmm. I guess
2: now, He cried literally every episode
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> no, Oh man jeez guys I can't do it <laughs> There was somebody dying. Then, uh, He's Not to do any story. Yeah
2: but I mean, well, in this season, they, I think they did on the first episode—not to spoil—it's a no-spoiler um, comment—but they did something with the storyline that basically has him having a more positive outlook.
1: <laughs>
2: doing that because they got so many complaints.
1: He, <laughs> well, that'd be cool. They, 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 the interview Comic
0: in Flashpoint. Beat. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a Comic Con and it had
2: um the the guy who plays. Three, killer frost and they were doing a panel that we sat in and they that got even mentioned during that
0: now from since i watch so they are movies, very aware yes yeah, since i watch all of the shows i actually have a quite like a i don't know a biased point of view to, to okay. most of the cw shows the one thing that i'll agree with though is that most people will think that legends of tomorrow is kind of a joke and it is kind of a joke but it is sort of that comic relief that ties the other three shows together because all four of those shows cross over a lot, right? So uh, the thing about Legends of Tomorrow is that all the... What's what's the word here? All the support characters from the other shows got together and made their own show, right? So it being a off of the other shows is exactly what it's supposed to be. But at the same time, I mean, if you if you, if you kind of go into it thinking that, you'll have a good time, right? It's like, you know that it's a B-movie, but if you go, mm-hmm. you go into it with low expectations, you'll probably come out you know, somewhat um, satisfied. So I feel like it's.
1: Better. I say a lot of times you're watching B movies because they are B movies.
0: Exactly, right? So yeah, um, it's like oh,
1: this sounds hilarious. <laughs>
0: but I'm with uh, I'm with hate mail. Gotham is my favorite out of all those shows. Gotham is sort of. Like, I really should start watching it. It is a great show. It's uh it's sort of a storyline. Yeah, it's a greedy sort of darker uh, show compared to the other ones because the other ones are more upbeat, more uh, positive,
1: and all about the heroes. Right? Well, Arrow started out darker. That's true.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. The, they Arrow, kind of evolved him to be a little bit lighter. So, yeah,
0: but Gotham is on a whole different level. Goth- Gotham's not about the the characters themselves. It's more about like the whole the actual city. That's why it's called Gotham, right? And it's about Commissioner Gordon, it's about the police, it's about the, the the little interactions between people. And it's all about, like, the corrupt world that they live in, right?
2: The villains, they really spotlight the villains yeah. more than any show.
0: This season, and the last season in particular, there was a lot of character development, which, was, which is really what hooked me on the show, which really kept me going. I actually, around season two, I was kind of debating whether or not, you know, uh, should I keep going with this show or not but by season 3 I stuck I really stuck with it after that point because there was a lot of development and a lot of stuff that really was like wow okay this this guy's actually coming out now or this character's really you know being f- uh, developed well so it's sort of made me happy that sort of nerd part of me little geek part of me got really
2: (laughs) lit up you know i love that they they focus so much on the villain characters like they are the they are the main characters it's not just the
1: right well to be fair Mm -hmm. you only ever watched batman as a kid on tv because of the villains it wasn't because batman was super cool
0: that that's that's where a lot
1: of people online I agree
0: to disagree. Get, exactly. exactly. <laughs> See now, I, I personally liked I like I personally like Batman as a character himself too, and I watched Batman because of Batman. But at the same time, you know, now we're looking at um not just Batman, but Commissioner Gordon and uh the rest of the Gotham, like how they interact with the, the villains and everyone else too. But it's not about like it's not, it's not like Smallville. It's not like we're watching, you know, Clark Kent grow up to become Superman, right? Although we know that Bruce Wayne will eventually get there. But that that journey is what's is, is what's interesting, right? It's what's fun. And what what's really getting like it's really keeping me in is how they're, you know, uh making that journey pro- get there, you know? And he, I don't want to I'm trying to say as much without saying as much
2: i think you can say that they're they're going into the storyline of batman year one like or pre-batman year one and i don't think that's spoiling because everybody knows he becomes batman but they're they're taking the storyline in that direction so you're actually getting to watch that which is fantastic
0: yeah i mean no i really don't want to spoil smallville for anyone but i mean at this point it's been a long enough time so
1: i haven't seen it
0: (laughs) <laughs> okay Okay. fine i don't care <laughs> anyway i don't care it's fine Small, smallville is basically <laughs> just like you watch clark kent being clark kent the whole way up until the last episode finally become superman right where but i mean to be honest though uh honest. this se- series of gotham i thought was going to be like that too i thought it was going to be like we're never going to see him become batman but we see yeah. that they're taking
2: and i think step- i think we're gonna
0: yeah exactly exactly that's exactly. that's the thing that's actually making me a lot more excited for this season it's because we're we're seeing that they're taking the steps necessary to put him steps on that path and that's a lot faster than small Nolan,
2: did, right? three or four years from now we may actually have a show yeah. about Batman
0: exactly yeah <laughs> so uh, another thing related to that do you guys know anything about black lightning
1: I've seen the preview for it but that's it so what do you think about the preview it looks interesting. So, for those I of you. I don't really know what to say. I mean,
0: <laughs> for those of you who don't already know, Black <laughs> Lightning has been announced as another uh, CW show, but it will not be part of the Arrowverse. So, it'll be an exclusive standalone thing, uh, kind of like Gotham, but it'll be part of the CW franchise. That's all. So I'm wondering why exactly they they're planning to do that, and sort of what spin they're gonna do. Like, are they gonna introduce characters in Black Lightning and then not in the other in
1: the Arrowverse, for example? So, w- what do you think about that, Ogre? Well, I, I didn't it say it was on Earth 23 or something. Oh, is that why? It's just in a different dimension. Yeah, I thought that was why. Oh, okay. So they can't like the act- the other heroes don't exist, and that was why Black Lightning had to step up. But then.
0: But they they, 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 they they really specifically said there'll never be a crossover with the Arrowverse. But then if it was in another dimension, Flash could always get there, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> right, they Flash, Flash would be the girl. only one who could. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. Flash, Flash and Supergirl, right? So Flash and Supergirl, they did that many
1: times. So, yeah. But anyways, um, I mean... Right, it, but I think that they want to leave it separate because they know the success that the other ones are having and they don't want to build off of that necessarily. Since it's a character, I think they're... You know, wanting to make on his own, because isn't he kind of a, an unknown character for the most part? He's yeah. kind of unknown.
2: I don't know why they wouldn't make it part of the Arrowverse, though. You would think that why not just you know give yourself that ability? You can be a long ways away.
0: But... Maybe it's because they already have the black guy as Mister Terrific, or uh, who's who the other like black... oh uh, Firestorm, right? So I mean, they don't want to have too many, right? <laughs> but I mean, anyway, uh,
1: I don't think that's what it is, but <laughs>
0: uh, I mean. I think that Black Air, Black Black Lightning as a character is also really 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 interesting too. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on him as a character and him having his own show?
1: I think it's interesting that they decided to pick him versus some of the other ones that they could have. But I think they picked him because they wanted it to be separated. So what do you think Heatmail
0: about uh, what do you think Black Lightning?
2: Think? I think I think a lot of it is because you don't know a lot about it, you have a lot of writing liberty. When you have a more unknown character, people aren't going to complain if you don't follow the storyline to a certain point.
1: Right. Exactly. Hmm. I mean, I'll give p- them a little more freedom
2: the Arrowverse so they can just write and do whatever they want.
1: I'll be completely
0: honest with you. I, I knew mean, that Black yeah. Lightning was a part of the DC universe and that was the extent of it. So, uh, when I announced him <laughs> as a character I looked him up and I, I glossed over his Wikipedia a bit, and that was that—that yeah. that was the base of my knowledge. And so, I mean, as a character, right. he's really fu- he's really fun, and I thought that he was going to be one of the characters spoiled. Uh, I think, I can't remember how many months ago it was, but there was something electric. I think it was Live Wire. We thought it was going to be black <laughs> Wire. That's, that's, that's might've, that might have that might have been what it was. Oh yeah, right. I think instead of I mean, Samuel, it made Superman, sense that
1: it, they put Live Wire in instead. Yeah,
0: of but. Instead of Cyborg Superman, I thought it was Black Lightning or something, but anyways. Okay, so, he seems fun, seems interesting. We'll see what what, uh, comes of that. Now, uh, in other news, uh, moving away from TV, let's get to movies. Um, With Justice League around the corner, before we step into that, let's talk about Wonder Woman. Everyone's favorite Gal Gadot uh, has recently gotten some criticisms uh, by James Cameron. So, yeah... Have you guys uh, looked at that at all yet?
1: I haven't really looked at it. I've talked to you a little bit. That's mm-hmm. about the extent of my knowledge. Name. Okay.
0: So for those of you who don't already know, uh, James Cameron uh, posted it on Twitter, I believe, uh, that basically Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is a step in the wrong direction for, or a step backwards, actually, is his actual wording, for women in film. <laughs> And it's, a, it's actually contrary to a lot of uh, what people say about her as an actress, uh, Gal Gadot. And I think a lot of us, even on Reddit, were giving a lot of praise to her as an actress and Wonder Woman as a character. Um, to be honestly, I think that I was actually really happy with her as Wonder Woman, mainly because I feel that she single-handedly saved the DCEU uh, in terms of um, Hollywood. Right, I feel like it was sinking, and uh, like Suicide Squad didn't help anything. Batman versus Superman was okay, but not great. But Wonder Woman sort of you lifted it, like all the way back up to Marvel competitiveness. I mean, what are your thoughts on her and her Wonder Woman before we get into James Cameron?
1: I thought she was okay. So I, yeah, I thought she was really good. But at the same time, I kind of, now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of see what he was saying. Like, I understand what what he's going with. I'm not sure he expressed it in an appropriate way for someone in his position, but, I mean, to each their own. So, I mean, I understand where he's coming from, but I understand at the same time everybody else loves her and wants her to do well. So, I mean, as far as it goes, I can't really say one way or the other. I
2: don't understand where his logic is, though. I mean, she's uh, one of the more famous female comic book characters mm-hmm. over the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people like Wonder Woman, but they didn't really like an iconic character in Batman versus Superman. She was cool. She was a neat character, but she didn't really play a central role. My wife, who's she likes some of the comic book movies, but she doesn't really care for him. And she was not excited about seeing Wonder Woman at all. Left that movie thinking that movie was awesome.
0: And I, I completely know many, many, many people in the same situation who aren't really comic book fans even at all. But regular moviegoers really appreciated the film for what it was. Uh, not You're cutting being out. A, sorry. Not, not just it being a superhero movie, but a lot of people appreciated it for the fact that it was a great uh, piece of cinema. So uh, I'm going to read to you what he actually said. Um, I, th- I think it was on Twitter. Uh, no, sorry. It was an interview with The Guardian. So I think that's a, a British paper but um, he said and I quote all of the self-congratulatory back-patting Hollywood's been doing over Wonder Woman has been so misguided Uh, then he says she's an objectified icon and it's just male Hollywood doing the same old thing I'm not saying I didn't like the movie but to me it's a step backwards that was his comment so
1: yeah I understand that I actually do, because honestly, the Wonder Woman that I saw Gal Gadot play was too over-sexualized and feminine comparatively to what she is in the comics, where she's she is this really strong Amazonian, mm-hmm. you know, and like, I did not get that from Gal Gadot. Like, she just came off a little weak at yeah. times, mm-hmm. so...
0: What do you what do you think, hate male?
2: But you could say the same thing about Thor. I mean, if you well, no, yeah. if this was a, a female dominated society, we want attractive people on our movies. I mean, that's just what people would rather stare at for two and a half hours. So I think and I think society as a whole has become so PC that, you know, unless we have a four hundred pound hulking woman up there, um, mm-hmm. I mean yeah.
0: I, 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 I had someone argue this point for me. Uh, I can't remember uh, when it was, but I th- it was at work when I when I was talking to someone about this game, James Cameron thing, and they said, well, let's look at it this way. Uh, as Ogre said, Wonder Woman is portrayed as this huge hulking Amazonian, right? And if you look at how she's drawn in the comics and in the animated series, she's just really buff. She's really, really <laughs> big. She's, she rivals Superman in size, right? Uh, but I mean... If you think about an actress that would be like the real Wonder Woman from the comics and from the the animated series, who would it be? So, would you go watch a movie, a Wonder Woman movie featuring China from uh, WWF, do you remember that? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, she she's would- passed away since then, but I mean, I mean someone like her, right? But would if you? she was if she was to play, I would have cast her as Wonder Woman. Would you? But would, but that's that that's, yeah. the question is, would you go watch the movie? With her in
0: it now, that would it sell tickets? That's really what we're, go, we're getting it back to, right? So I mean,
1: I, I think honestly, as a WWE personality, she would have sold tickets. You think so? Hmm. I think so. I mean, I that the- I mean, you couldn't necessarily cast like a fitness enthusiast model, uh, you know, competitor, mm-hmm. just randomly off the street for her. But if you would cast somebody like China who had a following already, people would have seen that movie.
2: That's fair. I don't know if it would have got the same
1: it wouldn't though. have got the same same thing no but i still think people would have seen it yeah. um i mean
2: there's also a lot of comics where she's not drawn that i mean she's drawn more more in line with the movie you still see that in different iterations
0: yeah yeah it, it varies yeah i mean she's been changed over I mean, and over again through like throughout time so the question at the at the end of the day is more of like what what is it that we want as a collective audience? Do we want someone who's truer to the the core content, or are, do we want someone that would be that would be more appealing, more easy on the
1: eyes? Right. So, anyways, um, getting, well, that's Hollywood versus comics every day. So that's I mean, true. Yeah, comics are going to give you one thing; Hollywood's going to give you something else.
0: Fair enough. Um, okay, so getting to another movie-related uh, piece of news that i pretty i think pretty much everyone wants to talk about next month's movie the justice league finally it's coming out
1: so looks amazing
0: right have you guys seen all the trailers up to date yes mm-hmm. hey
2: mail yeah i've seen everything yeah. I, i'm super super excited and in that same wonder woman argument we could talk about aquaman here
1: <laughs> jason yeah Moore. no yeah you're right yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a different version of, of Aquaman. Yeah, he's not... He's nowhere near hair. his buff. Yeah. He doesn't have the blonde hair. Like, yeah. he's got long hair, for that matter. He's a surfer. <laughs> he, he really is. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean,
0: he's... I mean, to be honest, though, I, I actually really like Jason Momoa as an actor, so I'm actually really happy that he's there. So, you know, I, I really feel that it's a great take on Aquaman, but that's more of like... um. Uh, a preferential acting based uh, bias but as a character it is quite different from the core material so yeah I'll, I'll give you that
1: and I don't think like I, like before like we were saying I don't think you have to stick strictly to the comics yeah. you don't have to you can have some liberty to cast like who's going to complain that, that Gal Gadda has brown eyes versus Wonder Woman having blue eyes nobody cares at the end of the day right you know, I mean, there's certain things that you just you can't get around. Yeah. So exactly. make work what you have. Yeah. And when they do a good job, it works. If they don't, then people will complain about it. Right. Now,
2: in terms model of model after the movie after this one.
0: In terms of the trailers, right? <laughs> what we've seen now, I think it's pretty safe to say that. Uh, spoiler alert for those of you who don't want to be spoiled, but it's it's pretty safe to say that Steppenwolf is the main villain of the of the movie, right? I think it's been established, yeah.
1: Yeah, it looks like.
0: It seems like in the most recent trailer, the one with the the heroes feature, it's like Steppenwolf is raising an army. Now, from what I know of Steppenwolf, he's the general that uh, leads leads the way for Darkseid to to follow in line after him, right?
1: Yeah. Right,
0: but does he actually have an army that follows him? I thought he was just the general, but he was only okay. By so,
1: himself. so the army that you're seeing mm-hmm. is something that. Happens when Dark Side invades the planet is right. he'll capture people, turn them into these uh, bug-looking things, mm-hmm. and then use them to take over the rest of the planet. Essentially, at least that's how I understand it. Okay. Uh, what do you What do
0: you think, hate mail <laughs> from that clip in the <laughs> in the trailer?
2: <laughs> I'm just wondering if Dark Side's going to be in the movie at some point. Or I, I think it'll be
1: a Thanos it. level.
0: I think that. Yeah, build like, up, like it, it'll be like that thing at the end of the of the Avengers right where Thanos says, okay I'll do it myself. It'll be like Darkseid pulling a Thanos at the end
1: Yeah, that's exactly what they're gonna do If already, anything, they've already established that
0: the Justice League movie will be in two parts, right? So uh, The second part
1: will probably be the coming of Darkseid.
2: That would be cool. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, Now like that's what people want they want to see the big villain now,
0: the, the one thing, I guess the elephant in the room for most Justice League movie followers uh, in terms of news is Superman's part in the movie. Now, I'm pretty sure everyone knows that Dark Superman will be in the movie because Henry Cavill has been very vocal on Twitter and he's in the casting, like the, the cast list on, on the movie. So, I mean, unless he's playing somebody else, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Superman's going to be in the movie. Right. even though he's not on any of the posters well,
1: or anything. Well, I don't know if it's going to be Superman or if it's just going to be Clark.
0: That's true. It could be just Clark. It could just be a bunch of flashbacks or something, right?
1: That's that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. It's going to be flashback kind of style.
2: Maybe they'll bring him back in the second movie.
1: Right. Now, I mean, we we all know that he's going to get resurrected at some point. It's just mm-hmm. it's going to happen. It's just whether it's going to be during this movie, at the end of this movie, in the next movie, we don't know. Right.
0: Now, although this is a, another semi-spoiler alert, but then this is just me speculating. Uh, I feel like this is a great moment for them to show the resurrection of Superman, the rebirth of Superman, because he always he in every iteration of it, it's always after he fights Doomsday. So this is right after the Batman v Superman. He dies to Doomsday, and he comes back uh, when the Justice League is in the in the works, right? And he come. Mm-hmm. My guess is that at this point. Uh, Batman, uh, Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman uh, start battling against uh, all these creatures from another dimension with maybe the help of the Amazonians. Things get a little bit uh, hairy and then uh, Superman shows up at the last minute to save the day, you know, in the way he always does. The question is... That would be fitting. Now, in most of the iterations of Superman Rebirth, if this actually does happen in this movie, will he be sporting the black suit or not? (laughs)
1: I, I, I don't see the black suit. You don't see it? I, well, a couple of the sp-
2: leaked spoiler-type things, like it was black suit, so...
1: Now,
0: there's been a lot... I've seen those spoilers, too. Now, I don't think that... Now, there's a lot of people saying that it's just photoshopped because a lot of it just looks like his uh, blue and He's, red suit just with a black coating just, over it, right? So, if you know... Like, if you look at the comics and the other... Um, animated series where he's been reborn. A lot of the times you see his suit is sort of like the, uh, the old General Zod Kryptonian suit. It kind of looks like that with no cape mm-hmm. and nothing, right? So, I don't know if the spoilers you've seen... Does he have the cape on or not?
2: No, no cape. Was and that was somebody posting in line chat the other week.
0: Oh, okay. Well, maybe we I'll have to find that then, but I don't know.
1: Either way, um, Either way. we don't even know if he's going like, to... Be- I can totally agree with you, though, yeah. about... You know everybody getting fighting and everything and getting dire yeah during the fight with steppenwolf yeah if he is in, a, in fact the main villain yeah. you know and getting their butt kicked there right. and then he shows up right. to turn the tides and, and that could totally work
0: and in the trailer i can't yeah. i think the second last trailer it's like we always want we all want to know who alfred's talking to so do you think it's him yeah i think it's someone else
1: that that's a tricky one it could be him it could be flash it could be cyborg what do you think hate mail
2: to potentially being him i think they're probably going to put superman because even a lot of the previews have his logo and stuff in it. i think he's going to make an appearance at some point in this movie yeah it would be fitting
0: dialogue it would make it would just make complete sense but uh i think that they're gonna they're gonna keep it it to the very last moment to bring the in, to bring the hype at the very end of the movie, or something like that, right? So to bring it, like to give it that climax. So, yeah. Uh, aside from Superman, though, I mean, I'll always pick him. But uh, who are your favorite slash ca- <laughs> characters in the movie so far, <laughs>
1: from what you know? I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Flash in action. The yeah. way that they have him done in the previews is really awesome. I'm also really hoping Cyborg is awesome because I love Cyborg. From Teen Titans, but every other iteration of Cyborg that I've seen, I really just... Eh.
0: Right? Uh, for me, to see- like, first... uh... mm-hmm. okay. No, go, yeah,
1: go ahead. No, go ahead.
2: Aquaman. Oh, he just looks. I like this the way they're re- portraying Aquaman as a drunk and, you know, badass.
0: <laughs> I'm actually quite torn between Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller because Ezra Miller is probably like if, if I were to put myself in his shoes I would be right. so happy to be where he is because he's a, a huge comic book geek right and right. the fact that he gets to play one of his favorite characters is probably a dream come true for him right and i can see oh, yeah. that, that carrying over to his role and i can i really really hope that he'll he'll do like he'll put an amazing uh, appearance on the show on the on the silver screen and even from the clips that we saw in the in the trailers, he just he, he just comes off as exactly what Barry Allen should be—a Joker. He's sort of like he has that sort of comic punch to him. So yeah. it's funny because
2: at one point everybody What's was at Flash wasn't gonna um, from the TV show wasn't picked, and then after he got to cry every episode, everybody's like, "Well, maybe he's not so bad." And now everybody's super
0: excited. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Exactly>.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the, I think that Ezra Miller, he, he definitely feels like the Flash from the the animated series, if you ever if you guys ever watched that one. He has that sort of, uh, yeah. that comic nature to him. Whereas the Barry Allen from the TV show, he, he, he comes off as Barry Allen in some indirect way, but not in a very direct way, right? So, I think Ezra, Ezra Miller is probably the person I'm most excited for. And Jason Momoa, just because he's a new take on Aquaman, so...
2: It's going to add it, the, the way this flash is going to be, it's going to add to that comic relief that, as we all know from the Marvel movies, works. I think Marvel is going to push it a little over the edge in the With next the couple Thor movies. Movie. I, f-
0: I feel like the Thor movies going to be like a complete movie. comedy. They're cutting out. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, like, oh, we're thinking no, about nice. the, the Thor movie, for example. That. I think it's going to be a complete comedy. Still cut out. Uh, yeah, no, like, cut out. I was, I was just talking about <laughs> the Thor movie, but it's okay. Thor
2: movie looks like it's going to be a big time. Like it's going to be a comedy, not an action movie anymore. And I hope it, it's
1: a buddy action flick. What it is? Yeah, it's a buddy action flick. It's Thor and Hulk just smashing things, having a good time.
2: Yeah, be fun. But um, I think I hope DC doesn't go quite that far. But Wonder Woman was kind of the perfect blend because there was some parts that you know gave you a good laugh, but okay. it, it didn't go over the top.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well. Moving on from there, um, I was gonna actually talk about uh, some other things in the news that are like more re- related to real life, but I actually feel like we're getting close on time, so I'll just I'll just uh, skip over that this week, or sorry this month. So the um, otherwise, let's move on to questions because and we'll wrap it up there. So uh, normally we'll pick a couple of questions from Reddit and then a couple of questions from chat. So if any of you guys who are currently listening right now. Uh, Feel free to answer some questions. Or, sorry, ask some questions and we'll answer (laughs) them while we're reading the chat. But we'll start off with some questions on Reddit. So that way I'll give you guys some time to type it out. Uh, First of all, uh, Tech Paradox. uh, He asked a couple of questions related to Dr. Fate and Lobo. I think we addressed a little bit of this when we were talking about them before. But first, Dr. Fate. Uh, do any of you have him leveled up to the point where you can tell uh, if his gear 11 stats uh, will give him the survivability he needs to capitalize on his new heal blocking or is he still going to be a target for any red that crosses the field uh, requiring us to bring a, other taunters to keep the heat off of him um, I think we talked about that a little bit uh,
1: I think you're going to have to bring a taunter because he's got one of those gear sets that's not going to give him a lot of survivability hey,
2: he, he. I mean, he doesn't die instantaneously, but he doesn't have a ton of life, so he does need a little bit of support. Yeah. he's gonna have to be blocked. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, like, as long as he can get to his turn to get up that shield, usually that should be enough, I would think.
0: Yeah,
2: or, I. Work as long as he doesn't have you know, a powerhouse red hit.
0: I really hope that he does uh get to the point where he'll be he'll be viable but i i definitely feel like if he needs to have someone protecting him all the time it's going to be hard to make him like super great because it'll limit obviously the choices you have in team compositions right because you're always going to have to dedicate a slot or two to, to protecting him but at the same time,
2: blues, though do require that unless they're a grundy or a vixen um that's true. so yeah. i mean it, it blues die too fast or or right?
0: Right? yeah that's about it
2: He's the only other one. Um, one thing I was gonna mention real quick on Dr. Fate, Percy Lurcy, he's on our t- um, in my alliance, he's got just one of the the most insane rosters you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. And he actually's been running Doctor Fate as a leader. Wow. I guess when um Stroke gets his heel, he gets silenced and then he gets awareness. So and a lot of times Fate will die, but he become he doesn't use him with a taunter either because he gets targeted so it lets his other characters build up. Oh, and see. I've watched some videos, and it actually works. So I'm half tempted to try it myself hmm. as soon as I hit L four. Li-
0: yeah, I'd like to see that too. That'd be very interesting. It'll it'll definitely bring up some yeah. uh, ideas for ways to build them. Okay, cool. Uh, the next question uh, that next Tech question. Paradox asked was oh, about Lobo. Uh, any thoughts on Lobo's rework? Half nerfed or still viable once you boost him into the sixties? I uh, think they'll give us a reason to force players using the Lobo, as in Baby Lobo strategy to upgrade his gear so what do you guys think about Lobo in general
1: well I, I like Lobo what's that
2: earlier I, I still think that you don't want to upgrade his gear just yet unless you're looking for a bleed comp and, you know if you're trying to do anything else leaving him a lower rank still seems to be stronger if you're wanting to use the deathstroke combo
0: <laughs> yeah so I think we, we've talked about Lobo enough earlier on, but basically he's at the point where uh, people are split between him and him and the uh, Deathstroke combo. So whether or not it's um, something that's a necessary evil or something that's sort of just plaguing uh, PvP, it still remains to be seen. But I mean, it's basically no real difference from last month. The question is, will things change with new things that are coming into the game next month? We'll, we'll see i guess it,
1: it really depends on who the reworks and new characters
0: are exactly okay uh the next question from reddit was
1: uh bg
0: bat uh he asked about grundy and uh he asked his taunt adding speed and turn meter seems counterintuitive to me uh taunt coupled with turn meter and speed buffs uh, reduces the time that uh, grundy is taunting shouldn't the turn meter and speed ups be somewhere else or not at all is the difference with turn meter and speed buffs uh, not as big of a deal as I think it is? I've been playing with a newly geared uh, gear eleven level seventy Grundy and simply left his taunt at one, uh, one out of I'm guessing one out of eight or something like that. Uh, he's performing very nine, well. I he's, think. Yeah, he's he's performing very well within the current meta. Doesn't seem to need the speed. What are your thoughts?
1: Okay, so if you're gonna take the legendary upgrade for it upgrade the skill to max as well because you're turning him into a ramp at that point and you're literally just ramping him to his big hit with his basic uh you're not actually using it for the taunt at that point uh why they put it there and they could have put it somewhere else yes probably but it's not whatever you know okay um so i i think that Grundy like I said before he definitely has a couple of ways to build him. if you're taking the legendary upgrade on the taunt you're not using it for the taunt you're using it so he'll get to his basic hit which hits really hard you know as fast as possible that's all it is is basically you're literally using that to get his enraged basic
0: now but what he's asking also is that do we he's basically saying that we don't need the speed at all is that actually true you feel
1: okay so yeah like i said it's it's really depends on how you want to build him if you're building him for the ramp then take it if you don't build him for the ramp and you want him to be a meat shield then yes you definitely want to leave that a little bit lower so that he'll have time to taunt because you don't necessarily want him to gain that turn meter you want him to be the slow grundy that he is take those hits
0: so those two things will never be together then right in that way like you typ- typically know other Right. You can't be doing both typically they, yeah. they they counteract each other. Right. So I mean hate mail do you have any thoughts on I mean, Grundy? I,
2: I don't find it particularly useful just because when you hit the when when it gets around to his turn you hit it, it doesn't speed him up enough. All he does is kinda of go before your other characters on your own team. So it, I don't feel like it gives I don't see a big value in it for that reason.
1: Okay. also the speed ups only last one turn apparently oh okay. that's not that useful. so it, like literally all it is is he'll have a speed equivalent to 130 with the speed ups plus he gained 40% meter so he should take his second turn before most characters get their second turn so it's essentially you're taking a slower first turn to use your basic attack as a stronger version of it yeah. okay so,
2: uh, personally, I'd rather just use the AOE.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, like I use him with his AOE most of the time, just to get the four strength ups and you know pound away, which still hits really hard too.
0: Okay, so the the next question from Reddit and the last one from Reddit will be from uh, Verder Wisp. I don't know how to pronounce his name because the last three letters are WSP, but uh, Verder, I'm gonna go with Verder Wisp. He's I think he's from the Forgotten Heroes here uh on Discord. his question is favorite underrated
1: characters
0: pre gear 11 hp fix that are now really good
1: go ahead email i'm gonna let you tackle that one first
2: um surprisingly i've started using her a lot more frequently lately is hawk girl because she was for gear 11 but now she has enough life and I don't—I know they didn't do a, a stated change, but I feel like her stun procs significantly more used to. Reason why?
1: Oh. Okay. Could just be bias.
2: Um, for whatever reason, I'm noticing. And the other one, the, the biggest one, I would say, is um—I just blanked out his name. Bizarro Ooh. turned into quite a good character now, especially with the bleeds with the lobos, because when you when you hit that um, the damage immunity from bleeding, or you can take quite a few hits, and especially you don't even see that many blues anymore, so you don't have much of a threat. Cool. Finding him to be quite useful.
0: Yeah, I was watching your Bizarro v Bizarro is a character I wish I could get more shards of. I have him at Legendary 1. Because I, I can't
1: complete red Alert.
0: He, he's on my to-do list right now. Like I, I eventually want to have a team of uh, Superman, Cyborg Superman, Bizarro, and some other iteration of Superman. Maybe Supergirl, but... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Go figure.
0: <laughs> but, I mean...
2: And this meta Superman's really good, too. Which yeah. he, he... After the rework, I wasn't that impressed, but now with... Um, all the changes. I he's my leader. I put him in leadership on yeah. a huge number of my teams.
0: I was going to say Superman too, but then he he was a he was a little bit better than he was uh, previously from last month when he sorry two months ago when he was reworked. So I kind of took him off that category of, uh, of characters that were underrated because I guess yeah. he was rated pretty highly before. But for me, um, yeah. I'm still look I'm just going over my roster right now as we're talking. I think that the characters think- that sort of stand out uh, now with the new fixes are probably characters that just gain a lot more survivability and let their mechanics finally come through. And even though she's not one that I currently have um, that I can use, it's Ivy. Ivy is one of the characters now that'll really have oh, a to shine, right? Because before she was yeah. way too slow to just survive and now she has enough time to get there, right? So, yeah. So,
1: yeah, Ivy is a character that boosted up quite a bit. Um, I also, I like Camo a lot right now. His survivability is insane. (laughs) Um, I think SS Lex actually gained quite a bit too with the change because at gear 11, SS Lex and a couple others actually gained like 10,000 HP. So they do have a lot more survivability, a lot more viability. In that support role, I think than they did previously. I think Kimo wins the I wins think, the award for the most underrated
0: character that got really good.
1: <laughs> he was good before. He's just way better now. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, okay, so he's definitely the most underrated.
1: Okay, so that wraps up questions. Yeah, people um, complain about him a lot, but he's really good. <laughs>
0: So that wraps up questions from reddit we'll get we'll answer some questions that uh chat are asking us so we'll go with uh one question from channel fireballs ben david uh ben david asks what is the optimal gear level aside team composition strategy to clear uh red alerts what do you guys think
1: uh it really depends on what level you are like i haven't completed it because when red alerts came out i was already level 70 i already had stupid high powerful characters I wish I had stayed lower level and been able to spread it out over my characters a little bit better. So, but I know uh, something that we also noticed when we restarted and had the new account going for the oddsmen, you can clear them in the early game. So basically just as long as you level up your characters and put their gear up appropriately throughout your whole roster, well, not your whole roster, but within reason, your roster, like, as long as you spread it out, you should be okay.
0: What do you think?
2: I'm I'm able to clear it. Um, I clear it every day, just about, unless I don't need any of the shards, and I'm pressed for time, because it is pretty time-consuming now. And I look for affinity advantages. Mainly look for um, either green heavy teams. Those are the ones my favorite. I'll pick those over any other, so I can use healers. So I'll usually run with Enchantress, sapphire and wonder woman doj if i see a three green plus whatever character unless it's harley i i avoid all harley livewire industrial teams in red <laughs> alerts same th- just gonna lose too many characters
0: it's exactly the same thing that i do now uh there's two or three different strategies for newer players it depends really on the depth of your roster so if
1: we're out, with, DP. sorry i
0: was saying. Uh, I was saying depending on what level of character you're or what level of player you're at, so your strategy is going to be very different. But most of the time, the strategy that proves very well is that you have to have a very diverse roster. So I would aim for at least three or four characters of each affinity and have them reasonably all at the same level. So you basically don't want, like let's say, for example, you're at level 50. You don't want one guy at level 60 and everyone else at level 50. You want everybody at level 50. So that the idea is that you want it to be more balanced so that if one guy dies, the rest of your team doesn't just get crippled. The reason being is because red alert scales with uh, scales. your your overall team's power level. So if a couple of guys are a little bit more powerful than the others, you'll notice uh, an increased difficulty in red alerts. So you kind of wanna progressively get there, not, not just right. suddenly jump there. Not just jump right.
2: And once uh, you hit level 72 uh, with at least four characters, you get pretty much all. Well, I have one five star legendary yeah. character, and I face almost exclusively all legendary five, level 80 characters.
0: Yeah. And then you don't, that makes no sense. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty rough. Now, another strategy that <laughs> that works too, depending on what level you're on, is that the, the Deathstroke-Lobo combo actually works really well in Red Alerts. You, I've actually cleared it several times without actually having to change my team at all. So I played, uh, I think...
2: And Grundy worked great.
0: Right. So I had a, I had a, a series, like this is before I got gear 11, but at gear 10, I had just basically uh, Deathstroke-Lobo, Grundy, Grundy, and uh, Doomsday or Swamp Thing and you you just infinitely revive all the time and Deathstroke just kills everybody. Um, But if you don't have that uh, in your roster, uh, the other thing you can do is uh, basically prioritize things that carry over well, like shields and overheals. So uh, Hal Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, is probably the best energy character you can have at uh, lower stages of the... uh, Probably the best leader. Probably one of the... He's the best leader in Red Alerts. Yeah. Yeah. Period.
1: Period, yeah. And then, like, everybody can get him. He's super easy to farm. Yep. Hands um, down, he's the best leader to start with. Yep. So if you fair. have other options, cool, but he's definitely one of the best.
0: Right. So, most of the time, you'll have Hal as your leader and then just sub in the other guys uh, on your team based on what the other affinity uh, advantages you need uh, based on the team compositions. And as the other guys were saying... Um, look look towards uh, what the other uh, enemies teams are looking like, and some people don't even notice the fact that you can actually pick and choose uh, which threats you want to fight. So you don't actually have to fight um, the first one in order. You can scroll down and pick other ones. So some,
1: some people didn't even know that they change between each match. Right. Um, in case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah
2: dead deadshot, hired gun. I don't have him in gear eleven, but I know several people in my alliance use him and for
0: teams. I use him usually for the last <laughs> <few> <laughs> two fights. Basically, when I'm at a point where I think that maybe uh, a couple of guys on my on my roster have been knocked out, and I need uh, a quick way to finish things off, I'll I'll just put him in. Put my three strongest guys that have uh, their moves on cool uh, off cooldown, and they'll come in and just wipe out three of the other characters, uh-huh. and then slowly pick up part the last guy. So. Yeah, he's he's great for red alerts too.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So, moving okay. on from One more thing I yeah. want to add on the power level for red alerts. Just a note, your tank characters, you can actually go up a little higher because for whatever reason tank characters have a lower power level. Oh. Okay. Yep. So that means you can ramp up a little bit more on them. Ramp you can level them up gear them up a little bit higher than you would everybody else because their power rating is like two three hundred points lower typically right then right. like a uh a fast attack person
0: so that means on on hal green uh hal jordan green lantern he's probably like as you said as you guys said the best yeah he'll
1: be a couple that. hundred points behind at the same you know right. gear and level so you could so have him you can at take six, him a little eight, bit higher so you could have him at like 65
0: and the others at 60 and that's okay
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And they would all be the same power level at that point. Right. Cool. In theory. Right. Good to note.
0: Uh, okay. Another question was from uh, JC23AKD from the Shinsengumi uh, uh, Alliance. He says, I'm free to play, so which characters are a must if I want to So that's a question a lot of people have been asking. What
1: are like the must Gear 11 guys? I'm really high on Cheetah as a free-to-play. She's really good.
2: Actually, I've never geared up as Cheetah, a... which I, I've always wanted to, but... Um, I mean, I hate to say it, but Deathstroke is probably one you want to do gear 11. DOJ is another one. Okay. Personal.
1: If if you have DOJ, but as, as the thing is, Deathstroke and DOJ are both not very easy to obtain as a free-to-play. Although Deathstroke does have his event coming. But like, for characters that are farmable within PVE, let's say those are the easy to obtain characters. I think. Personally, I think you really want to look at Cheetah and Hal Jordan as your two primaries, probably.
0: Personally, I have a uh, an attachment to what's his name. Um, Relentless. Oh, who's Templar Punk's out the line? <laughs> okay so um yeah green lantern hal jordan apparently i'm sorry he's he's probably one of the best and easiest to farm at the early stage of the game so and in pvp right now also he's quite strong i would say like based on most of the meta game he's at legendary two or three when you get his purge hammer and his call assist he's basically good to go at that point so if you get him to gear 11 he's super tank he's really really tanky so yeah he's a must i think
2: i would say harley i mean she's farmable and she's ridiculously powerful
0: oh yes yes yeah yeah Uh, harley's really good too harley quinn mad jester was my first uh gear 11 out of uh, all my gear 11s right now so yeah definitely agree with that okay uh, let's go with one more question and then we'll wrap things up uh, what was the next question on the line it was from Mr. Scotty Mack uh, from Channel Fireball what legendary level do you need soups at in, or in order to actually be good Superman I guess you say and I think at least uh, level 2 he's thinking level 2 with buff immune and leadership ability what do you guys think
2: And I would say those are exactly the two that I would say are really needed for him. And if you don't plan to use him as leader, you could get by an L1 with just the debuff immunity. Right.
1: Yeah. I I think L1, L2 is where you absolutely need him to be highly competitive. Uh, If you want to go higher than that, cool, but you don't necessarily need it.
0: I've been looking into Superman for a very long time, and I unfortunately feel like I picked the wrong order for him, but uh, it's sort of i mean can't hear you uh, i was saying that i was, I was looking at superman for a long time ever since his rework and i feel like i've picked his uh, order in the wrong order because i feel that his greatest asset right now is his heat vision because his heat vision legendary is so useful right now right against the current meta but then again it's one of those things that uh it's it's very dependent on the situation so if this if things shift then heat vision becomes
1: useless right but I pres- I disagree. I think there's always going to be buffs around. That's true. Okay.
0: That's true. I mean, for me from my side, what I'm what I'm thinking of right now is the traditional order will be five, four, three, in that order, and uh, like for your first three upgrade grades. So his leadership ability, and then his uh, Kryptonian. Um, philosophy I think or physiology so that's the that's the name of it I think and then his 3 I can't remember what it was though but it was 5432 I think is the order you want 5432
1: what I'll take the hits or kryptonian yeah, yeah, I don't that's know it, yeah.
0: so basically it's 54321 is the order in that order so it's a complete reverse order but i think that his his uh basic with the stun like 25% the stun is not bad but it's definitely not really use like it's not that great. It's kind of like Hawk Girl's stun.
1: It, it's except, not very enticing.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like Hawk Girl stun but with slightly less percentage, right? So
2: one thing I noticed though on defense, that stun is so much better because it seems to proc so much. When I face Supermen yeah. that have it, I guess they're always so much nastier.
0: But this is like I think this this is like just that. like confirmation bias too. This is us feeling like we're getting hosed all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
2: anyway they were asking in general earlier was uh about PVP tier lists. Right. OK, sure. so
0: those were all the questions for today. Uh, let's wrap things up there, I guess. Um, before we go, any last words, guys?
1: Hey, Mel, did you want to go over something?
2: In particular, uh, I just was saying in chat they're wanting us to give them a personal PVP tier list. But I think that's something I'd rather just post on, because that's a long conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be. We'll just post it
0: on Reddit and link it there. Uh, okay. So uh, ogre, anything?
1: Um, I got nothing other than thanks for listening, guys. Right. We have a lot of fun doing this, and hope you enjoy it. So. Okay. So again, to
0: you guys. Um, for those listening on Discord that have been asking for the links to the Twitter and Facebook and all that, I'll post that uh, just after this. Um, but again, for all of the all of those of you who are listening to this uh, afterwards on the podcast. Uh, thanks again for being a regular listener. Uh, your support means a lot to us. Um, you can follow us on social media at uh, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud at The Oddsman. Um, also on Patreon at patreon.com/theoddsman. Uh, there's a lot of different rewards and things there for people who want to help contribute to us, help us grow as a co- as a as a podcast. And we're bringing all this content to you every month. And We're looking towards maybe expanding our content, maybe doing this uh, more frequently based on uh, the level of support we can grab from the community. But you guys have been great. Um, Even if you can't uh, donate and help support us, uh, you can always support us by liking us, uh, subscribing, following to us on YouTube or whatever. And uh, just stay tuned um, for more updates and uh, thanks again for listening. So that's all. And until next time, see you guys.
1: Hey guys, this is Ugar Barbarian of The Oddsman. Wanted to give a huge shout out and thanks to everyone for listening. Catch us when we go live on Discord and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud at The Oddsman. Feel free to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash The Oddsman for a variety of opportunities to help us grow and provide better content. Thanks again for your continued support. And as always, enjoy and grind on.